Hello and welcome to Your Life Rocks, the podcast that equips working Christian moms to create balance, clear chaos, and reach your goals in all areas of life. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, your host and fellow working mom. I am so glad that you're here to hang out with me today. This is episode 91 and today we are diving into your faith. Now, if you are new to the show, welcome. This podcast is all about equipping you to live the life that God has called you to live. We talk a lot about creating more balance in our lives. Life balance can really be defined however you want to, as long as you think it is possible. It's that moment that we say that life balance is not possible, that the enemy starts to win. For us around here at Your Life Rocks, we define balance by setting and moving towards goals in all areas of life. We consider those areas your life rocks. We are sponsored today by Life Balance Membership, the place that equips you with the systems and tools to create more balance in your life. Life Balance Membership is specifically designed for working Christian moms, and I have built a course around the system I use personally to bring my life into balance and still use it to maintain that in my life every single day. If you're looking for a planning system, including a planner and tools to help you reach your goals in your faith, marriage, parenting, career, health, home, finances, and your friends and having a little bit of fun too, then this is for you. We just added a new resource this last week to help you reach your health goals, and we'll be adding a few more video tutorials over the next week to help with organization. We're always adding more content for you because it's truly our heart's desire to help you reach your goals in all of those eight areas of life. Want to check it out? You can start a free seven-day trial by going to lifebalancemembership.com. You'll have seven days to poke around, to take the courses, try the systems, look at the resources, use the free digital planner, and you can even buy the physical planner at a 20% discount. If you decide that this is exactly what is missing in your life, exactly what you need, it's only $9.99 a month, less than $10. So again, go to lifebalancemembership.com to start your free trial today. Now, speaking about those eight areas of life and those being your life rocks, you know, they can all grow strong when they're built on the foundation of your faith. And this is what we're going to be exploring with you today. And I could not be more excited to talk about this topic. It's something that God has really put on my heart. And in our free Facebook community, I did a Facebook Live a few weeks back on this very topic because it is something that the Spirit just keeps pressing into me. And so I thought, what better way than to dive a little bit deeper into the topic on a podcast episode? Now, this episode is probably going to have some truth talk (laughs) and sometimes truth talk can be a little uncomfortable. So I just pray that you stay with me, that you allow the Spirit to speak to you through the show today. So let's get right into some of that truth talk. You know, so often we have one or two areas of life that stress us out. They make us feel really out of balance and bring so much guilt into our lives, like a lot more than the other areas of our life might have. And if you've listened to some of the prior episodes, one, thanks for coming on back, But you've also heard me talk about this before. This is why the system of life balance is so important, but it's not just about following the system. And yes, I just talked a ton about the system and how they're our sponsor for the podcast and why you should join. And now I'm going to talk against that. (laughs) But you know what? Actions don't always bring results. And this is the truth. It doesn't matter what tools you're using, what systems you're using. Actions don't always bring results. It helps but it's not the answer to everything. Sometimes it's a heart issue. 
It's an issue of the spirit. The unrest can be the way of our spirit trying to get our attention. Like the spirit of God is working on us and trying to get our attention to look a little bit deeper at something. Now, this is why I refuse to say that life balance is not possible and why I say that when we buy into that, it's the lie of the enemy. Because if the spirit is trying to get our attention, yet the world tells us balance is not possible and we just give up on what it is that the spirit's trying to get our attention on, then how are we ever going to grow spiritually? We're not answering that call that, that he's seeking after us, that he's calling after you, that he's nagging on you to try to get your attention because we've bought into this lie. Because when we have a life in balance, balance means peace and peace comes from God. So of course it is possible. And we all have experienced life unbalanced. We've experienced those moments of overwhelm, of frustration, of anger, of tears, right? Of rage? Anyone? Just me? So we know what unbalanced feels like. And if we can feel unbalanced, then common sense says we should be able to find balance. Now, having balance in our life, does it take work? Absolutely, yes, it does. It takes a lot of work. But to say that it's not possible, that the struggle, the guilt, the overwhelm we feel is just life, it's not okay. We cannot just bury our head in the sand and ignore what is right in front of us. Otherwise, that tension, that pressure just keeps mounting and mounting and mounting and mounting. And that's not healthy. That's not good. And it doesn't make for a pretty result in the end. It's kind of like my eight-year-old that sometimes when there's something happening around him that he just wants to avoid hearing, he'll put his hands over his ears and try not to hear it. That's kind of what we're doing when we're ignoring that overwhelm, when we're ignoring that stress and just saying, well, this is just life. So this is my question for you. What if you decided to hear it? What if you decided to listen? What if you decided to explore the calling of the Spirit when something is just not right. So in this episode, we're going to walk through this together in an effort to find peace and to bring you closer to balance. Now, when we look deeper at balance and we look at setting those goals in all of our areas of life and what those goals should be, balance really comes down to being obedient, obedient to what the Word of God says. But you know what? Often when we think about being obedient, we think about following rules. (laughs) And I am not a rule follower. I am a rebel at heart, completely, totally, 100%, that is me. And I say that up front because what we're talking about in this episode is stuff that I personally have had to walk out and learn myself. And I can tell you, I am a hard-headed learner sometimes. I can be extremely stubborn and thank God for patience that he has on me. Otherwise, I would not be here today to be talking about all of this stuff. And sometimes I'm still struggling and still walking this out. And I'm going to share those things that I'm still struggling with you as we get into this episode. But as I was planning out the content for this episode, God reminded me of the Israelites walking in circles in the desert, guided by God. Yep, guided by God. It could have just been a straight shot, but God had his reasons for that not to be the case. In Life Balance membership in the community, we just finished doing a summer Bible study from Priscilla Shire called One in a Million, and she really talks a lot about the Exodus story and how it relates to our current circumstances and our current life. And this is one of those areas that it just relates so perfectly well. And you know what? You and I, we're not that different from each other. You know how I know? Because I get a ton of emails from listeners just like you that feel the sting of living a life of unbalance. I hear it when I talk to my coaching clients, from members of our life balance, and from my friends. 
We can all be stubborn to learn how to find peace, even though the answer is right in front of us. So what is it? It's simple. I have three principles to creating balance in your life, and the number one principle to creating balance is Jesus. It's just that simple. When you give your life, your whole life, your whole life, every little itty-bitty piece of it to Jesus, peace wipes out the overwhelm. Your chaos makes sense and the stress becomes joy. Sounds simple, but truth is, it's really not that easy. Giving your whole life to God is not the same as accepting Jesus in your life. And I just want to make that kind of clear up front. We're not talking about your salvation. We're talking about this life that we're living day in and day out. Every part of this life. So as we're getting into this conversation and really the meat of this conversation, I just really feel the need to pray for you. I pray that God opens your heart to this topic. I pray that Jesus shows us all, including myself, the areas of life that he wants from us. I pray that the woman listening to this right now takes that step of faith to follow your lead, Jesus, to trust you and your gentleness. Lord, I pray that you open doors, open windows, open hearts, and open minds through this podcast today, Lord God, that your message, that your spirit, that your love for every single woman listening to this podcast episode would shine through the speakers, right through them and into their heart, that they would know that to their very, very core, that while this journey of handing over every part of our life to you, Lord God, is hard, it is so hard, it is so worth it, and we can trust you with every last ounce of who you made us to be. All right, so I've prayed, so now let's go. So what am I praying for you to let go of? I'm praying for you to let go of your wishes, your desires, your expectations for your life. You know what you have a tight grip on. We all know deep down in our heart what that one thing is that we just don't want to give up. It's the desire to do things your way and your timing regardless of what God's plan or will is for your life. Regardless of what the Spirit is prompting you to do, you still try to do it in your own knowledge and not His. And the truth is, we hang on to our own ideals and we have convinced ourselves that it's okay. If our expectations are not met, we get upset, we get spiteful, we can get angry, sad, or even anxious. So what are you holding on to? Maybe it's your faith. Maybe you're striving to be perfect in your religion, forgetting that Jesus just wants a relationship with you. He wants you to get to know him, to depend on him, to trust him, and most importantly, come as you are to him. It's not about looking perfect and having your kids perfect on Sunday morning. It's just not. It's not how Instagram perfect your morning Bible study is. It's just as you are. Messed up, not perfect, just you. What about your marriage? Now this one was a hard one for me. And as we go through these, I'll tell you that there were a lot, a lot of hard ones for me. But this was part of the process when God intervened in my life and helped me create more balance. This is what Your Life Rocks is all about, are these lessons that God has given me over the years. Because you see, for my marriage, I had expectations of what a husband of mine would act like, how he would treat me, who he would be as a father, how he should lead our family spiritually. And you know what? My control over our relationship, might I add, in a very passive, aggressive way, was destroying our marriage because it was destroying my husband. When things got tense between the two of us, I would start to point fingers, especially how I would pray. I'm not a confrontational person, so I'm not the person that's going to point fingers directly to my husband. But when I would get on my knees and I would pray for my marriage, 
I would ask for God to intervene and fix him. Yep, I would pray that God would fix him. Fix him to my standards, not fix him to God's standards. Fix him to my standards. So crazy even saying that out loud. But I was totally blind to looking at what I could do for our marriage or what our marriage was supposed to be together. I never really considered how God called me to be as a wife. I mean, I did. I read the scriptures. I heard the sermons. I read the books, but thought, uh, no, surely this is not what God had in mind for me. But it's always different on second inspection than it is at face value. And you know what? Even more than all of those things, I was blind to what I was doing to my husband's heart. So I ask you, do you need to let go of standards in your marriage? Do you need to forgive? Do you need to forgive your husband for not living up to those expectations or not being this fairy tale model of a husband that you had built in your head? Do you need to forgive yourself for not being that fairy tale version of the wife that you thought you would be? You know, sometimes we can hold those grudges against ourselves and bring them as stakes to put in our marriage. Stakes between ourselves and our husband. Stakes between ourselves and God. We put those things there. We can remove those things. But we have to forgive. We have to forgive ourselves. Maybe you have to forgive God. Maybe you're in a situation in your marriage that you feel like God has done something to you or brought something to you or walked you down the wrong path. Maybe you need to forgive him. And I say that not because God did anything wrong, but it's our own perception sometimes, right? That we can cast those things on other people, including God. Now, as I go through these, there's really not a lot of action steps for you to take. At the very end, I'm going to have a little exercise for you to do. Typically, these podcast episodes, are they're very actionable and they're very step by step by step. But today, I just really want to speak to your heart and I hope that's okay with you. I just want to invite you to pray. And if something stirs inside you, examine it and pray some more and let it go. All right, let's talk about parenting now. This is another hard one for me. And every time I think that I've got it mastered, my kids hit a different developmental milestone or a different age range or different circumstances, and then I'm a mess all over again. It is definitely a work in progress, you guys. Now, when it comes to parenting, knowing that my kids belong to God and not to me is a struggle. To know that I've been entrusted with raising them, guiding them, teaching them, but I cannot, cannot stand between them and God. They are his. It's just like if I was watching my friend's kid. I would follow her rules. If she doesn't allow candy, I'm not going to be the one that's feeding her kid candy because I wouldn't want someone who's watching my kid to go against my rules for how I want them raised, right? Well, God has given us instructions on raising kids and he's provided an example to us as a heavenly father, the way that he fathers us, parents us. We need to follow that instruction with our own children, coming to the realization that I can't save my kids from hurt and sadness. I can't be responsible for their joy. That's a hard one. I want my kids to have joy. I want them to grow up and be happy. I want them to create amazing memories, but I can't be the provider for that joy. That's God's job. He's their savior, not me. It's hard, but we have got to let them go. Now, when we're really examining all of these life rocks and the things that we're holding on to and not giving to God, it's not easy. I know it's really not. But when we hold on to these things and hide them from God, we cannot find peace. And yes, I said hide. There are things that we don't pray for. We don't bring up to God. Or if we do, we do it in a very controlling way where we're praying for our will and not his. And I am guilty of this because often, sometimes I don't 
pray these prayers to God because I'm afraid of his answer. And this has not been any truer than in my career. I've been guilty of holding my career so close to my chest, so close to my heart, and giving God just a little part of it while keeping the steering wheel firmly in my hands. You know that Carrie Underwood song, Jesus Take the Wheel? Yeah. (laughs) This has been me and asking Jesus just to be the navigator in the passenger seat. Do not touch the steering wheel. I got this. In my career, I've, it's been like a, me asking God where the next gas station is, only needing his input when I ask. Thank you very much. Now, with our career or really anything else in our life, can we have success without giving things to God? Yes, but we will have unrest. Always feeling like something is just not right. And for me in my career, it was never enough. I always felt like I needed more. So I would work more. I would try harder. I would accomplish more. All while I could have just handed the wheel over to him and been satisfied, content. And if you're like me and you're a striver, if you're an A-type personality, the word content is not something we necessarily want to have in our life. But if it brings you peace and you can still be content and still be breaking records and still having massive success, but it just feels different in your heart. And so I just challenge you to pray on that one a little bit if you are someone who strives to reach big things in your career. Now the next one that we're going to talk about, my old pastor would call this one a throat punch. Yep, that's what he would always say whenever he was going to be doing some serious truth talk from the pulpit is he would call it a throat punch. And I apologize up front because I know it hurts. In fact, you might even decide to turn away and turn off this podcast. I really hope you don't. I just, I pray that you don't. I pray that the spirit makes you strong because we're going to be talking about your home. Now, when we're talking about your home, the pendulum swings wide with this one and it can easily get stuck on one side or the other. Lazy or hyper. Even those words, lazy and hyper, (laughs) not exactly fun words to be talking about, right? Let's talk about lazy first. Lazy meaning you allow all kinds of TV shows and movies into your house. Throat punch, told you or music into your house, books, magazines into your house, lazy like not keeping up your house in a functioning way. Regardless of your work situation, women are natural homemakers. It's our responsibility. Now I say that not saying that you have to do it all. In fact, I'm a huge advocate of hiring out for things. Hire someone to clean your house, order meals, hire an organizer, but it's up to you to either do it or hire it. If you're struggling to get stuff done, find a way of bringing someone else in to help you get it done. I know you're tired. I know you work long days and you're trying to make meaningful things with your kids, but kids operate best when there's organized and function. You operate best when there's organized function and your husband as well. So provide that environment. It doesn't have to be everything's perfect all the time, but we can't be lazy about it either. And everything in the Bible points to not being lazy with things. It's really about serving your family and serving God through serving your family. As for this house, we will serve the Lord. Now I say that statement as a transition between lazy and hyper. Is your house serving the Lord? Or are you more like Martha, concerned with making the perfect meal and keeping the perfect home that you are missing Jesus in your presence? Are you sitting at his feet or working hard in the kitchen? If you're not familiar with that Bible story, I invite you to go look it up in your Bible, Luke 10, 38. It's one of my favorite Bible stories. And uh, sometimes it shoots like an arrow to the heart and sometimes we need that. So if you're not familiar with Martha and Mary, go read that Bible story. 
But you can see how the pendulum swings from lazy to like super perfectionism, hyper (laughs) around keeping a perfect home. So how do we find that place in the middle? You go for Jesus first and you serve your family. Jesus first, family second. That's just the way it's got to be. But you cannot be lazy about it and, and let the spirit guide you. Follow the systems. Do the things that are necessary to figure out what balance is for you in this area of your life and know that it's not going to be something that happens right away. It's not going to be something that happens in a flash. It's going to be a process for you to really figure out what systems work for you. What do you need to hire out? What things can you do yourself? What things can you delegate to your kids or ask your husband to help out? When I say you are in charge of the home, you are the homemaker, I don't mean your husband doesn't do anything. It means that you are in charge for deciding what strengths other people in the house have and how they can serve the household. But it's up to you to organize all of that and communicate all of that, right? Okay. Now, honestly, I could go on and on into all of the life rocks. We could go deeper with your health, your finances, your friends, but I think you get the idea. When we're living by our own ideals and not by God's, we'll always feel the spirit pulling at us, trying to get our attention. It might feel like guilt or shame or anxiousness or anger or sadness. The important thing is, is that we examine it when it comes up. We don't hide from those emotions. So here's the exercise that I have for you. I promised you I'd have something for you actionable towards the end of this podcast. I want you to try to find some quiet time for prayer. Maybe it's first thing in the morning. Maybe it's um, at night as you're laying in bed before you go to sleep. Whenever there's just quiet, I want you to ask God to guide you and show you what he wants you to see. I want you to visualize the cross. I'm a very visual person, so this exercise works well for me. If you're not a visual person, just pray. But visualize the cross. Now visualize a bunch of rocks and each of those rocks has an area of your life written on it. And sometimes when I'm really struggling with something, like if it's with my marriage or with my kids or or work things, I'll put very specific names on it, like a child's name or my husband's name or a situation that I'm struggling with. But for the sake of the basics of this, think about those eight life rocks, right? And just Imagine each one of those rocks is labeled with one of those eight areas of your life. And I want you to visualize yourself laying down each one of those rocks one by one, one by one at the bottom of the cross, fully giving it to God, completely letting go of the rock. And when you lay down that rock, kind of walk yourself through that area of your life. So for example, if it's your home, Lay down the things that you struggle with in your home or your expectations. Really think about those mentally as you're laying down that rock visually in your mind, all that it represents. And then ask God if you should pick it back up. Ask God if he needs to break up that rock and you only pick up parts of it and take it with you. When you do pick it back up, if you pick it back up, ask him how you should carry it. Because the thing is, you can't just leave it all there, right? You can't just say, I'm laying down my marriage and I refuse to pick it back up. Because God wants you to take that faith and put it into action. He wants to guide you through your life. It doesn't mean you're hiding that rock from him anymore. It doesn't mean that you're not continually laying down that rock. I know for myself, there's been periods of my life where I've had to continually do this every single morning with an area of life that I'm struggling with. Where I continually, every morning, lay down that particular area of my life and and ask God, what would you have me do with this today? You guide me. You tell me. I don't want to have any say in it. Do your responsibility. You tell me what you want to do with it and I will be a good servant to you and I will do that thing. Now, you might only get through one or two rocks at a time. 
especially if you're doing this at night in bed. Sometimes I do just fall asleep because I'm just in that deep meditative state. You might leave some rocks there for a while, but I just really pray that the spirit speaks to you through that exercise, that you find the time to do it because sometimes this is where we hide. This is where we say, I don't have time to do this. And then things never get better. Things will never get better unless you take that first step of faith and just pray and invite God into your situation. You know, a hard one for me that I was hiding for a long time that I didn't even think to lay down at the cross was friends and fun. I had a lot of friends that were not living a Christian lifestyle and I let them influence me. I told myself that I was hoping to influence them, that I would be that person in their life that would be the shining light of Jesus that would bring them to the cross. But what we did for fun together, it was obvious who was really influencing who. It wasn't me, it was them. But I enjoyed being with them. I didn't want to give that part of my life over to God. I was so terrified that he would say to walk away from them. But when I finally let go of my grip, when I finally was convicted by the Spirit and shown that area of my life that I needed to lay down, it was incredible. The peace that took over my life. And it wasn't that like I picked up the phone and called those friends and said, hey, we can't be friends anymore. What happened is my desires changed. I wanted to hang around my Christian friends more. I wanted to go to coffee and pray for people instead of going for a drink and talking about people. God changed my heart and that changed who I hung out with, how I spent my time. So I hope that that encourages you that whatever it is that the Spirit's trying to get your attention on, that you would just be responsive and that you would just be obedient to finding that balance because God has so much for you in your life. He has so much for you, but we have to choose We have to choose that life and we have to choose to let go of the things that we're holding on to that's keeping us tethered to the old us. Now, part of every episode, we share a Bible verse. God's word should be alive in our lives each and every single day. So today's Bible verse is Romans 12, 1 through 2. So brothers and sisters, since God has shown us great mercy, I beg you to offer your lives as a living sacrifice to him. Your offering must be only for God and pleasing to him, which is the spiritual way for you to worship. Do not be shaped by this world. Instead, be changed within by a new way of thinking. Then you will be able to decide what God wants for you. You will know what is good and pleasing to him and what is perfect. And I think this verse just sums up so perfectly everything that we've been talking about in this episode today. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this podcast and sharing it with your friends. It means the world to me when I hear from someone that was introduced to this podcast from someone who shared it with them. So thank you so much for doing that. I pray that it blesses you in a big way. You know, when I started Your Life Rocks, it was because there was not enough resources for Christian working moms. Through the podcast, our membership, courses, planner, the online community, we are working hard to provide all of those resources just for you. So are you ready to go deeper? Are you ready to create more balance in your life? Again, I want to invite you to start your free seven-day life balance membership trial. Not only will you have full access to the 90-day planning course, the life balance course, rebalance, which is our 14-day audio course that you do when things get a little crazy and you need to get back to center, but you also have access to all of the tools to help you grow in all eight areas of life and a very incredible community to support you, pray for you, and we have a lot of bonuses as well. For example, one of those bonuses, did you catch last week's episode? Our guest, Joya Caso, she's a parenting strategist. She came on to help us with back-to-school morning routines for our kids, and she's offering a special discount for our members for anyone who's looking for more one-on-one support. So cool, right? 
All that to say, we would love to have you join us as we are making life balance of movement and really making an impact on women's lives all over the world. Now, if you are new to the show, I hope you hit subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. Next week, we have a specialist coming on to talk to us a little bit about stress. I think we all have a little bit of stress in our life, so I know you'll be excited to listen to that podcast episode. So until then, keep building a life that rocks. Bye.